this thing. No title again. Is it rolling, Bob? Okay, boys and girls, Dixon Jane's listeners, this is your Scarborough dude. Back at you with uh, episode number 934. It is uh, February the 12th, it's a Sunday, 2023, and I am sitting in Sal, Sal being my road trek. Uh, It was my one plan for the day, get out to Sal and uh, record a clip. I have not recorded a clip since, uh, well, quite a while ago, quite a while ago, Um, for reasons I'm about to get into. So I think I've got to give a little bit of a preface. I'm going to be going on at length over some recent health issues. And that that's probably the most boring topic anybody can come up with, especially when it's your own health issues and somebody else has to listen. Um, but in my case, it's uh, very important, and I have to get this out there. This explains why it's been quite a while between podcasts, and uh, uh, yeah, maybe why I probably won't be attending PodCamp Toronto, which is the one thing I've been looking forward to for a very long time, uh, given I think it's the 15th annual and quite probably the last PodCamp Toronto. But uh, we'll move on to that. That's not for another couple of weeks. And uh, we got to do a little backtracking first. So I don't really have notes uh, that would be of any use. And I'm I'm going to just try and let the words come. I mean, that's what I say I do all the time anyway on the Dixon Janes podcast. But, uh, you know, sometimes I'm focused and I have an idea where I want to go, what I want to get to. Um, Here it's kind of vague. And how I relate this story is uh, it hasn't been mapped out. So bear with me. And uh, if uh, listening to somebody else's health issues is not your thing, then uh, either skip this episode entirely or put it on double speed if you're not already or just fast forward for 15, 20 minutes because that's what it's going to take me. Um, I think I appear to be at, have arrived at a life-changing point. And by life changing, I guess I'm talking about mobility issues. Now, mobility issues have always been a problem with me from back pain and getting back, you know, surgery and injections and everything that needed to be done to deal with my spinal stenosis, the narrowing of the spine, which pinches nerves, which sends back pain, you know, constantly. Anyway, I had back surgery about uh, six years ago, a bilateral laminectomy. 
and uh, it seemed to have cured the pain. I really haven't suffered from lower back pain since. Maybe I get up in the morning and, ooh, it takes a little a minute to be okay, but not this lingering pain. Uh, and instead, I've developed a new pain uh, in my left leg. Now, my left leg has scored the trifecta. Uh, the left leg is the one that I have to wear a brace for because I have this thing called drop foot. It's funny, a, a nurse asked me, why do you have drop foot? <laughs> and I laughed. Uh, you know, I, like I couldn't, but what do you mean, why do I have drop foot? I didn't ask for it. It just, I've got it, you know. I don't know what caused it, nor did my family doctor. It was my pain clinic doctor because I was for a while I was going to a pain clinic so that I could have uh, buy, legitimately buy marijuana. Supposedly to cure the pain, but I just thought it was a, a, a cool way to get high and uh, be able to buy it online before it was legalized or decriminalized. So uh, anyway, so this I've, so I wear a leg brace and that helps. Otherwise, the foot just flops, flops, flops. And uh, it makes walking very awkward and noisy. So that's been good. It's, uh, I've been wearing a brace for at least five, maybe six years now. Custom fit and uh, no problem at all taking it on and off. Um, but then uh, I had the knee replacement exactly three years ago. Uh, the knee was really bumming me out and causing a lot of pain and inflammation. And so, of course, I was a... Uh, you know, suitable client for knee surgery. So a Dr. Jose Guerrera um, operated on me on February 10th, 20, uh, what, what's three years from now, 2020, just at the start of the SARS coming in and buggering everything up. Not SARS, COVID. Uh, and so that's why I missed PodCamp that year. I did have some visitors, thank you. Um, but... Well, I'll, I'll just go back. Okay, so that's the second thing. Number three, I've got something called neuropathy. Neuropathy means a sort of a deadening of the nerve signals, and it affects, in my case, it's the whole body. So I, my my fingers and hands are fine for now. It may come. Um, this, my legs, I'm, there's not a whole lot of sensation anymore in my feet, in my left foot in particular, from this deadening of the cells. So what that led to was an imbalance. I can't, when I stand up, I'm not, my, my leg is not sending whatever signals it needs to to the brain so that I know how I'm standing and where. And I just sort of, I, I, I fall, I get, I get wobbly, and I need a cane. So I've been using a cane for at least a couple of years now, just so that I have this stability. So I've managed, I've adapted. So those are the three things, the uh, drop foot, uh, new knee, and neuropathy, which is advancing. Neuropathy is often caused by diabetes. I don't have diabetes, but I am borderline and taking meds for it, so maybe that's the cause. I did have a neurologist. She was not able to find out what the cause of all my problems were, and uh, I've just recontacted the same one because my surgeon, who, when I saw him Friday, told me, well, hey, there's nothing wrong with that knee we put in there, as as I knew he would, and that seemed to be all he was concerned with. Your knee is not the problem, it's your neuropathy. Um, 
I'm 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 jumping in time. I, I I've got to go. I've got to do a, a little bit of a reset here. Let's go back to Saturday. Um, that would be Saturday, the fourth of February, I think. Let's look at our calendar here. Um, yeah, the fourth of February, Saturday. Arranged to meet John and Lisa, the lovely Lisa at the Only Cafe. Had an absolutely wonderful evening. We got our front table with the light, the windows, the lights, just just the place to be. And it was an absolutely fabulous night. I forgot my weed at home, surprisingly. Found it in my chair when I got home. So I never did get out or take a gummy, but that was fine. It was just a wonderful night. Had four very, very tasty pints. And uh, and off we went. And I managed the stairs, a lot of stairs at uh, Donlin Subway Station. No elevator there. But managed the stairs and then down further to get to subway level and uh, got the number nine aboard and then got home, walked home from the bus stop, very close. Everything was fine. Sunday I woke up. It's the next day. And um, I had pain in my leg. Pain in my leg. Oh, my God. Is this arthritis? Oh, yeah. There's another thing. I've got arthritis, too. That's in the family. Uh, that's that's just a given. And so you get aches and pains. And I thought, well, maybe it's just an ache. Went out shopping with my wife. I know this is taking a long time, but believe me, I have to do this. Even if it's just for my own records, whether you're listening or not. Sunday, went out shopping, buy some wonderful Japanese snacks and things. My wife is heading to Japan this week, and um, she wanted to do a little extra prep of stuff she could buy and put in the fridge. And so we did that. But while waiting in line, I found I can't stand. I can't stand anymore. This My pain is too much and my leg feels funny. I had to go and find a chair and sit down. I couldn't help with the bags. I became, wow, this pain has really increased. This is not nice. That's Sunday, Sunday night. By Monday, it was far worse. The pain was intense. Painful lying in bed, painful turning left or right. It all seemed at once. It was beginning. It was just the whole leg and then by... Monday, Tuesday, it just seems to be this damn knee. And they kept saying, you got to go to the doctor. you got to go call my doctor. No, nothing, you know, uh, nothing we can really do. Uh, just, uh, you know, call back if you have more pain. I called back and they said, well, if it's really this much, go to emergency. So Thursday. So remember, Saturday, perfect. Sunday's pain starts. Thursday, I'm in emergency at Scarborough General here. And um, I was here for five hours. Uh, had x-rays taken, and they couldn't seem to find. But by the time my son dropped me off at the emergency entrance and I had to get out of the car with my cane, I could not walk into the hospital. Like, I, I was I was holding on to posts. I was leaning on walls. I was just like, I, I'm going to fall, I'm going to fall. So the whole thing, the neuropathy, the lack of balance, the pain in the leg, everything just was in high gear. And I just got as far as the, an administration desk where they have volunteer. And I said, I, I've got to go to emergency. Can can I have a wheelchair? Do you have a wheelchair? She said, sure. This is a lovely young lady wearing a hijab. And I only say that because... I celebrate the multiculturalness of Scarborough, where everywhere you look, somebody is from some different place with a different skin tone, a different religion, different nationality, and they are all fine people there to help you. It, it, it was just a blessing. 
this lady went, got a wheelchair for me, and she said, I'll take you to emergency. It's just down the way. I sat there, and I started to cry. Now, just little weepy tears, not gnashing of teeth, but weepy tears for sheer relief, which is to tell you how bad the pain was and how concerned I was about what the hell was going on. I can't stand up anymore. I was fine. I could go out out on the Danforth Saturday night. Here it is Thursday. I can't stand up. I can't do anything. I, I just this is I've just reached a limit. Something is wrong. <sighs> the relief. I was in that wheelchair for the rest of the day and I felt thank God. Oh, this is just such a relief. I did make it down to x-rays. I got me out of that onto a bed, took the x-rays, sent it back. I waited, waited, waited while they read the results and said, well, we can't see any problems. So we're going to, we have an appointment for you at this other Scarborough hospital tomorrow morning at uh, 9.45 a.m. to see Dr. Guerra, the man who put your knee in three years ago. He'll know if there's something wrong. Well, Another excellent service, a volunteer got me in a wheelchair because I couldn't. My son did a fine job of dropping me off at the emergency exits and helping me get out of the car because I couldn't even get out of the car or into the car without physical assistance. I wait. Finally, he comes. He sees me. I fill out all the forms of the nurse, this, 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 this. And he says, nothing wrong with it. And I can see the x-ray I can of my knee this new knee, and there's nothing wrong with your knee. Bend here, bend here. No, you can straighten it, you can bend it. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not your problem. And he was kind of a little bit dismissive, and my, my real concern was, well I, well, I don't even know what's the knee. Something is really wrong that I can't stand, and I'm in intense pain and have been since Sunday, and it's now Friday morning, and I've still got intense pain. Please, prescription for codeine, which he gave me prescription for a walker because I can't use the cane anymore. It's not enough. Prescription for a walker. But basically he told me, no, that's your neuropathy. What you need to see is a neurologist. So now I guess we've kind of caught up. My wife has been absolutely wonderful. By the time I got home Friday afternoon after seeing the doctor in the morning, she came in with an extra cane. So I can have a cane downstairs, a cane upstairs, and a walker, the kind with two little wheels in the front, not the kind you sit down on, the kind you stand up like an old person and push forward, but you've got two things to hold on to and you can shuffle your feet and you can get from your chair to the kitchen to the bathroom. Can't get upstairs, but you can do everything else on the ground floor. So that's where we're at. My Nauco has been absolutely wonderful through all this. She works with seniors. She knows where this is going. She knows what's happening, but she's been more concerned than I have. I've been thinking, I mean, in the beginning, I was thinking, this is just something that's come up and it's going to go away like so many other things. And now, um, I think there's a few more little weepy tears shed quietly by myself when I realized this might be it. I knew I had the neuropathy. I know things were coming. This might be the life changer that I'm in right now. Now, for me to get out of my house, this is now Sunday afternoon, um, just to step out the front door and get down to the front steps to the driveway and walk the 
10 paces to the road trek, I could not do it without my son. It took me five minutes just to, I, I sort of freeze. The brain says, nope, can't do that, can't do that. I know I can't put weight on the bad leg. Uh, but the brain is, is just sort of firing away and saying, no, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. No, that's going to happen. No, that's going to hurt. And and I just become dependent. Now, I made it. I'm sitting in the road track. This is my ambition, my goal for the day. And I feel, oh, comfort. Because during that time, during the, the time of the between the Thursday and the Friday, I accepted the fact that, well, number one, I won't be going to PodCamp Toronto because there's no way I'm going to be climbing stairs to get upstairs at the uh, Imperial Pub, which I had. Ironically, I arranged the meeting place there, and now I can't go. I certainly am going to be. I mean, I know they have elevators, but the walk from the subway with steps going up it would be impossible. So that's, that's a write-off, and I'm okay with that. And I'm not asking for sympathy from anybody, believe me. I'm just telling the facts, and partly I'm just telling from my own personal record, as mentioned. Uh, just for fun, or for whatever reason, I just went back in my archives, and I, I played an episode from I mean, a few years ago, two, three years ago, and I was amazed, not about it being what a great podcast this is, Dixon Jane's, which I think it is, but no, but about the personal record I have of my life. And that's why this clip now, catching up with what's happened to me, because I'm like I'm thinking on that in-between period, my God, I'm going to have to sell the road trek. I can't do camping anymore. I can't do any of this. I can't go to Mossport. I just gone online and th- marked all the races in my calendar. I'm going to buy tickets for this, this, and this. Now today, now that I'm sitting in here, I'm, I've restored a little bit of hope. We'll see the neurologist. We'll find out. Maybe we'll get rid of the pain. I won't be dependent on the codeine anymore. Um, and we'll track it down and we'll get some stability. What I fear has happened is that there is no, there's no mass in my leg anymore. There's no muscle. If I have to blame anybody, it is not God for punishing me. No, it is myself for not doing and following through and keeping up all the exercises they told me to do when I was at the Falls Prevention Clinic. And I just got kind of lazy and neglectful. And, no, it hurts when I do this. I just won't do it. So I am to blame. Inevitably, this is going to happen anyway. But I think I could have slowed things down considerably had I been better at doing the exercise. And that's why I'm not asking for sympathy and I'm not I'm not whining. I hope it doesn't appear that I am. I'm just trying to come to terms with the facts. The facts are right now I'm totally dependent on my wife and son. Once she brought back the walker, I can go to the fridge, pour my own juice. I could even, you know, make my own sandwich. I can do the dishes. Great. She's leaving Wednesday. It's going to be down to my Daniel and I. Uh, we're going to have a lot to work out, but I think we will. Lately, Daniel's been waking me, making me sandwiches and doing this stuff. So I've got support right here at home. Um, but I need a, a proper clinical diagnosis to, to track down and see, is there anything that can somehow bring back some sensation in this leg and allow me to trust it so that I can put some weight on so I'm not totally dependent on this walker? Uh, I'm not very optimistic about that right now, but... I don't know. I guess I sound as I'm seeing this. I don't. There's not much emotion in here, but I did. I did have those moments that, you know, I remember snapping at one point. This is the new reality. This is what I have to deal with. When I was a little impatient with my son for him being impatient with me. Um, so there we are. Gosh, 
20 minutes. I think we've done. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> there's more to find out. Uh, Monday, I've got to be on that horn and uh, calling. And I've already got the surgeon to nag my doctor to get me a neurologist. Uh, I'm going to get that neurologist to get me a, you know, a physio component. There's just a lot of things that have to be done. I don't know if I'm capable of driving a vehicle yet. I'm going to have my wife take the train, the Gold Train and the uh, UP Express to get to uh, the airport instead of me driving her along the 401 in case anything happened. And I got a cramp in the other foot or something because the left leg is is, is useless. <sighs> yeah. So that's kind of it. There's your update. Gosh. I thought I'd be able to do a better job narrating the story, but uh, I guess, yeah, (laughs) I want to clear up a couple of things. You know how I feel about radical Islam uh, and how I push back against terms like Islamophobia. You're You're allowed to hate a religion or let's say dislike a religion, maybe hates kind of emotional and stupid. You're allowed to dislike religion, any religion you want to dislike, without being called, in this case, an Islamophobe. Um, But that doesn't mean I dislike every individual who happens to adhere to whether they're Christian or Jehovah Witness or whatever. Well, Jehovah Witness, I'm not too fond of either. (laughs) The people who come to your door. I'm just saying... I felt really happy about letting go of a little bit of a few tears when that kind lady wearing a hijab got me my wheelchair. Now you might say, well, why is the hijab even a part of it? Well, it was just to to show what Scarborough is and the fact that I'm not judgmental of all people and like, crazy rules in Quebec, like the fact that, you know, this person couldn't teach at a school in Quebec, even if she was the best teacher out there, because she's wearing something that identifies her religion. And this is this is not the way Canada should be going. And Scarborough, and Scarborough General Hospital in particular, and perhaps some of our schools, is a fine example of multiculturalism at its best, of people just working together for a common cause. Um, and I just wanted to get out of there in case somebody thinks I hate all Muslims, which is not true. I'm just not particularly fond of that religion. I'm not fond of any religion, so let's include Christianity and uh, uh, Judaism and Islam with this stupid fucking God you've got. Okay, I'm saying it. It's a stupid fucking God, the one you talk about who has power over man and can do these things. And hurt people. Like, hey, fuck you. We don't want you. So anyway, I don't want to get onto that rant, but I, I felt I needed to somehow clear that up. Um, I'm also grateful to my buddy, Bruce. I talked a lot about the Barnacle Bill and, you know, the tiffs that he and I have in email. He has been the most amazing listener. We've been exchanging emails a few times a day. I'm finally now, thanks to my own pain, able to understand his pain. Because he's getting these spasms here. He's due for a hip replacement, knee job. He's he's in a lot of pain. And sometimes people tell you that. And if, you've, if you're not experiencing pain, you think, oh, that's too bad. Yeah, that's too bad. 
Now that I have, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, he's going through a lot. So we've been every day giving ourselves status updates on uh, what's the latest pain and how 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 bad was it, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10. By the way, mine was, yeah, it's still little spasms. Uh, mine was 8 out of 10 um, for the whole week. And... Um, then it's sort of dropped down to about a five out of ten, and and these uh, the medication, the Tylenols with the codeine, um, are a huge help. And people just say, just take, don't 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 ride with the pain, take the painkillers, and uh, so that's what I'm doing, and I'm sleeping better. So so I guess I'm going to leave it at that, folks. Um, it could be a game changer. Uh, I mean, as it is right now, it is. The fact that I'm not going to PodCamp, the fact that uh, I can't imagine when the next time I'll be able to go to the only uh, will be. Like, I, I don't think I could do it by the TTC at this point. I don't think I could handle the stairs. That That's not in the foreseeable future at all. Um, I could see driving and parking and, and unloading a walker and getting in the way other people do. But that's a huge change. And it's not a change I'm thrilled about, but I think I'm already turned a corner in terms of accepting. Okay, well, is where you're at. Be grateful for what you still can do, and the friends you have, and uh, you know, and just keep on going. And this is just a, another chapter, and I think it is a significant change. And that's I wasn't going to record at all. I was going to just put in, bring an end to Dixon James. No, I'm done. The last one I thought was very good, number nine three three. Now stop there. It's a good one, but. Then when I went back and listened, I realized, no, I'm kind of glad to have a 16-year record week by week of where I've been, what's going on in my head, what what have I watched on TV, what movies have mean something. Okay, speaking of which, Criminal uh, United Kingdom, Criminal France, Criminal Germany, and Criminal Spain on um, Netflix. Oh, my God. I've been raving about a lot of shows but that is so good. And what's wonderful about it is each of those countries is, is in each of those languages. And you can have translated into English or just use subtitles, whatever you want. But it all takes place in exactly the same courtroom or interrogation room, except it, the characters are from another country. And so they've used one set, in other words. Doug, Doug Slater would understand this, how well they've done it with the two-way mirror and the lighting and the camera work. And so the exact same set is used for four different series. And it's quite wonderful. And, of course, everything changes when you bring in people of a different culture and the issues. It is an amazingly good series. So I, I need to say that. I need to. And it's another one of these things that, oh, my God. The fact that you're seeing people who aren't beautiful, who are a little older, who are seem to be making a living as actors. Wow. Oh, my God. And this, circling back just a little bit, countries where they don't want music, where they don't want dancing, where they don't want singing, where they don't want women to be doctors, anything. I don't care. Whatever cultural relativity, fuck you. This is a stupid fucking way to run a country, run a society, run a religion. This is fucking stupid. Okay? Just celebrate the joy of life. Painting, art, music, singing. Throw in drinking. Jesus Christ. All right, all right, all right. (sighs) 
we're going to end there. I'm almost halfway through. Or should I just keep motoring on? Have I got any, have I got anything left in the tank? Um, do I, I had a note here. Do I kowtow to authority? Do I count? And I have the feeling part of it, again, I think it's my British upbringing and everybody has a place and a rank and a position where you belong. I think that's sort of almost inbred. And I think I have this thing for doctors that I show respect. Oh, hey, they know they're, they're just on a level above. So you don't question that I would never be rude to a doctor, but my own doctor, my own doctor who did not diagnose my drop foot, all he said was, oh yeah, I noticed you're walking a little funny. Something like that. Um, my son will never go back to him because when my son was talking about wanting to quit smoking, he said, well, you know, it's okay. Lots of people smoke. Like he's trying to be friendly and make you comfortable, which in the beginning is what attracted me to him, but it's worn thin and he is not advocating for me and any of this stuff, like he's just not. And basically I've only been getting phone calls. He hasn't touched me in years. I mean, there was a time when you did get a finger up the bum to find out if you got, you know, prostate cancer. Well, I don't think he'd ever do that again. And not that I'm asking for it, but there's, I, my previous doctor actually moved your limbs, moved you, made you push against his hand, made you move your head, move your eyes, did just this physical rundown with each visit. This doctor just sits at the computer screen Types out what other your next round of blood tests are going to be. Where are they? Oh, that's okay. That's in there. That's okay. All right. Do we have to increase this or decrease that? And that's it. And so I am. I am a little disappointed. I'm a little disappointed that my uh, knee doctor just wanted to make it very clear. There's nothing wrong with the knee he gave me. Uh, there was no compassion there whatsoever for the pain I was going on. It just made made it clear. No, don't. St- I wanted to stand up to show him how hard it was for me to stand up. No, no, no. Don't stand up. No. You can't fall. You can't fall. Anyway, that's that's it. But I do have a neurologist that I will try and reconnect with who was just a wonderful woman. Again, a different culture, different background, different religion, different color. And I really liked her. And uh, so I'm hoping we'll get off. So sadly, well, not sadly, factually, um, there will be more of uh, health updates coming along in this Dixon Chains podcast. But uh, it's just, I, I wanted to get it out there. Mainly the reason is for my podcast listener friends who I sometimes go out and party with, um, there's not going to be so much partying for a little while, not until I get all this stuff sorted out. And hopefully by the spring, um, when camping season starts and the races start at Mossport, I will have it all together and I'll be able to do that. And I'll be getting in Sal, where I'm sitting right now, and heading off to uh, enjoy the wonderful things. And again, when I first bought Sal, part of it was recognition that my health is deteriorating, but with a device like this, I can be independent. And uh, that's what I uh, have to learn how to do. And that's, uh, we got a bit of a road ahead of us, maybe a hill ahead of us to climb. Scarborough dude, geez, gone on enough. Thank you for listening. Thank you. And um, get in touch, dixonjanesgmail.com, or find me on Twitter. Just Google Google Scarborough Dude, and you'll find me. Bye for now.